Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to be talking about Tony Ferguson, who is going to be fighting this Saturday at UFC 274 against Michael Chandler. And the thing that I wanted to talk about in this video today is the pre-fight interviews, the pre-fight press conference that they do for all the fighters during media week, because Tony Ferguson had one of the most historic ones that I've ever seen in MMA. This guy went all out. And when I say he went all out, I mean, he was fully transparent with how unhappy he was with the UFC. And I'll just give you a little bit of a synopsis of what happened in that press conference. So it all started off when John Morgan brought up the Dana White privilege joke that Tony made at the UFC 262 press conference in regards to how Michael Chandler was receiving that Dana White privilege because he only had to fight one fight before getting a title shot with the UFC. UFC. And when we compare that to Tony going on a 12 fight win streak at lightweight and only fighting for the interim belt, never for the undisputed belt, I can understand why he was not happy with that. So when John Morgan asked this question at this press conference, or not even a question, I think he just mentioned the Dana White privilege and how it was funny. And then Tony just says right away, nothing funny about that. I was not happy with it. And just further going off about how finally the media is going to listen to me. So with the media listening, he decides to further explain the reasons why he's not happy with the UFC. And one thing that happened recently that Tony brought up was how he wasn't happy that Dana was saying boxers are getting overpaid because Tony believes that MMA fighters are underpaid. And I'm going to read what Dana specifically said about boxers getting overpaid. So basically he said, and one of the problems with boxing too, is that all those fucking guys are overpaid paid and every time they put on a fight it's a going out of business sale we're just trying to get as much money as we can from you guys and then we're out of here we'll see you in three years and then he further went on to say that the truth is you get some of these guys that can walk in and say i want 30 million dollars okay based on what i do too give me 30 million dollars we all want 30 million but based on what and you're never going to have the guys on the other side worrying about the business of the sport so tony brought that up in relation to when he asked dana if he can go boxing if he could go do something else besides MMA like play baseball but Dana denied him and Tony explains the way he denied him it felt like he was a drug dealer he felt like he was doing business with a drug dealer because all he wants to do is make more money outside of the UFC but they won't allow him and then Tony goes on to explain how he should have sued the UFC or Fox due to the entire wire tripping incident before that fight with Khabib but he didn't do that because he wanted to be a company man but he does regret not suing at the time. And I think what he's unhappiest about is how he's being used for his name value because Tony is one of the most popular fighters on the roster. So of course, it's easy for the UFC to place his face on the poster to get some more buys. And then Tony also explains that he's not the only fighter who gets treated like this. He's just one of the fighters who have the courage to speak out about it, but a lot of them are staying silent. And I'll read one of the biggest quotes from this entire press conference. And it was from Tony and where he says the promoters here act like drug dealers sometimes they just throw a couple of bucks here and there like come here kid take this here take this take this take this and if you don't have the will to say no to that stupid shit you're going to get f***ed. 
So, of course, as expected, this totally blew up in the MMA world. Everyone's talking about it because, look, we've had fighters before talk against the UFC about fighter pay, fighter contracts, just being unhappy in general. We've had that with Francis Ngannou. We've had that with Nate Diaz. We've also had other fighters speak about it. Recently, Israel has been speaking about it, maybe not to the same degree as Francis and Nate, but he is talking about how fighters got to get paid more as well. But this is a whole new level of exposing the UFC because you're not doing it in an interview. You're not doing it on Zoom. You're doing it at a live press conference that the UFC is holding. And the UFC even uploaded that press conference to their YouTube page too. And it's just the craziest scenario because I can't really remember a time when a UFC fighter was this open about not being happy with the promotion, like right to the face of the promoter. I think the last name that comes about is Tito Ortiz. But even Tito didn't go off as much as Tony did in this press conference. And that's what I wanted to talk about today. Is Tony correct or is he wrong? Because a lot of people I've been seeing online say that Tony is delusional. If he wasn't happy with how everything was, then he shouldn't have signed the contract. And they say this for a lot of fighters. Hey, if the fighters aren't happy with the contract, then why did they sign it? And you got to understand these fighters, they're in a position where this is all they're really good at or all they really know. Where else are they going to make good money to not only support themselves, but also their family as well? Where else are they going to make that good enough of money to support their family? Because I'm not saying the way the UFC pays is horrible. It could get better, but it's still good money. And for these fighters, there's no other opportunity for them to make this good amount of money. And it's not only because they don't have the opportunities, they can go box like some other fighters want to do nowadays or do other sports, but the UFC doesn't allow them. And then once again, we can go back to then they shouldn't have signed the contract but it's hard to do something else when you're the best at fighting and the best place to fight is the UFC they monopolize the entire thing so of course it's enticing and it makes sense when Tony says if you don't have the will to say no to that stupid shit you're going to get f- and I agree with that. Sometimes you got to say no, but it's hard when you could make more money, especially in Tony's case, where his name value is at an all time high, despite his losing streak. It's hard to say no to that. Your days are coming to an end, but you're still making good money. Of course, he would take that. Of course, different fighters would take this type of money in different scenarios. But once they do, they almost have no rights as a UFC fighter. They're not free to make money elsewhere because the UFC got it on lock. The only way you're supposed to make money is through us. A big chunk of your money that you make is when you fight with us. You can make side money here, get some sponsorship ads for Instagram, whatever. But the main chunk of money is from us. You cannot go to boxing, make millions a year, because if you do that, like Dana White explains, you make your 30 million and then you're off for three years. And listen, I understand the business aspect that Dana is trying to explain. It makes complete sense. And he's right. A lot of people don't look at the business side of it. They just look at what the fighter says. But in the end of the day, the fighters are who put on the show, not him. So when I hear him say things like boxers are getting overpaid, he says these fighters want $30 million, but based on what? Based on putting your health on the line every time you step in that cage or step in that ring. This isn't no average nine to five job. And I think that's the problem with Dana. He sees it as that. He treats it like that. And then for him to say, for what? They're fighting. He doesn't fight in there. He doesn't know what it's like. He just sees it from above. 
But even me, who doesn't fight in these fights, I know that this is crazy shit. This is a job that can change your future forever. You have fighters having a lot of issues with their health after fighting. But the difference with boxers and MMA fighters is that boxers have millions to sit on by the time they call it a career. So they can retire young and enjoy life without having to worry about making more money. But these UFC fighters, they're getting underpaid because Dana has this mindset of for what? Why do they need to get paid more? Why are boxers getting paid so much? They're getting overpaid. This is not a normal job. He acts like there's no reason to be incentivized for putting your health on the line. These fighters take lifelong damage, but that doesn't get incentivized. It's just based on if the performance looks good and I'm entertained, which is a crazy way to look at it. And then you have Anderson Silva coming out recently speaking about his displeasure with the UFC. And specifically what he said was, that's the problem for the people in this sport, especially UFC, because UFC doesn't respect the legacy that fighters have. They try to use you and kick you out. And when you're out, they try to destroy your career so you don't fight anywhere. That happened to a lot of fighters. People don't think about that. I had a good time in UFC, but bad times too. The bad time for me is the experience I have behind the scenes. But inside the cage, inside the fight, I do my best. It's the only time I have control outside I don't have control. And to be honest, when I read this, it sounds very familiar to what Tony's going through right now. They're only using Tony before they fully kick him out. Because like I said, Tony has great name value. So of course, it's easy to put him on the main card of a pay-per-view. But with that, they still give him hard fights. They're still giving him top five fights like Michael Chandler. And I've said this before. I think this fight makes no sense. You got to give Tony someone outside of the top five at this point. But with how Anderson was saying, they try to destroy your career so you don't fight anywhere. And it seems like that's what they're trying to do with Tony. They're trying to destroy his image. So by the time his contract is up, no one's going to want to sign him. Not only is he going to be older, but he's going to be presumably on a longer losing streak. At least that's what the UFC hopes. So that's why I applaud Tony Ferguson for speaking out like this. Not only speaking out to the masses, but doing it publicly on the UFC stage. And the thing is that it's not a good situation for him to be in because he has no leverage to be speaking about this and try to make a change. For example, like a Francis Ngannou, who is the champion. So the UFC has to work based on what he feels like. But with Tony, this guy's on a three fight losing streak. He's a fighter who's on his way out and a fighter who is trying to be brushed out by the UFC. So for him to be speaking like this, it's just going to make things harder for him, in my opinion. They're going to continue giving him hard fights, which is very similar to what Nate Diaz is going through. Look, there's the potential of Nate fighting Kamza Chimaev. I don't know if that's a rumor, but there was that board showing all the fights. Many of those fights are coming into fruition. And one of those fights was Nate Diaz versus Kamza Chimaev. Does that even make sense? Matchup wise, does that make sense at all? And of course it doesn't. Everyone has a feeling that if they were to make that matchup, Kamza will destroy him. But that's what the UFC wants. They want to bury Nate Diaz because Nate Diaz is not playing by their rules. So by the time Nate is done his contract and presumably has lost to a Hamza Chimaev or even worse, gets destroyed by him, then by the time he tries to fight elsewhere, it's going to be hard for him because the best thing is to leave the UFC off of a win. But if you're losing off of a defeat or even worse, a losing streak like a Nate Diaz or a Tony Ferguson, it's going to be hard to negotiate with other promotions. And that's just a shame with any, not only older fighters, but legends in the sport, like a Tony Ferguson to be treated like this for Anderson Silva to be saying, I've been treated with no respect. And that's the biggest thing I feel like is causing 
common with all these fighters complaining about the UFC, just the sense of respect. Tony was saying he feels like the promoters are like drug dealers sometimes. When I hear that, the promoters are like drug dealers, they do business like drug dealers. That's just another way to say that they do business like a bully. They're bullying these fighters into doing what they want. And if they don't, they're going to bully them until they do. So overall, this was a huge moment in MMA. And in a sport where these fighters take a huge impact on their health, I say regardless of if they are in their prime or on their way out, they all have to be treated well. And most importantly, if they are on their way out, they should be covered for life post MMA fighting. Regardless, I stand with Tony Ferguson. I wish him the best. Although things haven't been looking good for him as a fighter, I think he's using his voice and platform to convey a very important message that many fighters are feeling and thinking. And for that, I give him all my respect. But what do you think? Do you agree with Tony Ferguson? And do you think the UFC has to make some changes? But that's a lot for now, so I'll see you in my next one.